everybody. This is James. Marco. Nabil. And Mikey. And this is Movie Pals Podcast, podcast number 158. Today we are continuing our topic of the week where we go over movies that scared us when we were kids, kind of, followed by a main review of the new horror film in the Conjuring universe, The Nun 2. So without further ado, let's get into our topic of the week. It's the topic of the week. So last week we did Nabil's bullshit movie Starship Troopers as a movie that scared Fuck. Us. I'm glad but everybody realizes this is an unbiased review of what children's films uh, scared us as kids. So you all know. Dude, you butchered that, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> he said, it sounds like movies. <laughs> I don't know. There's too many syllables in this fucking title. Anyway, Jeez. so we moved on. And Marco chose the film for this week, which was Creepshow 2. Five years ago, Stephen King and George Romero, two masters of the macabre, created their hallmark of horror, Creepshow. Many would argue that nothing of significance has happened since. Until now. Maybe you don't get out much. Oh, this is crazy. This is totally crazy. Maybe you're always running late. I gotta go. Or maybe you just have other things on your mind. They gotta make me a movie star. But if you only make it to one scary film all year... Make it one you remember all year long. <laughs> Creepshow 2. So Creepshow 2 has a whopping, as you would say, 29% of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Three Maccabre tells from the latest issue of a boy's favorite comic book, dealing with a vengeful wooden Native American, a monstrous blob in the lake, and an undying hitchhiker. Directed by Michael Gornick. This is written by George A. Romero, based on stories by Stephen King. This released on May 1st, 1987, with a budget of $3.5 million, and it took in $14 million at the box office, but it still was considered somewhat of a failure. This stars Dominic John as Billy, Tom Savini as The Creep, George Kennedy as Ray Spruce, Dorothy Lamore as Martha Spruce, Holt McCallany as Sam Whitmore, Whitmo- sorry, Sam Whitemoon, Paul Satterfield as Deke, Jeremy Green as Laverne, Daniel Beer as Randy, Paige Hanna as Rachel, Louis Childs as Andy Lansing. And Tome Wright as the Hitchhiker. So, Marco, you can hold back just like we did with Nabil last week. Before we start with you, Marco, Mikey, and I got to say Nabil actually this time because Nabil is here and me. Do you guys have any experience with Creepshow or Creepshow 2, the sequel that we watched, obviously, Nabil? Um, I'd heard of Creepshow. I feel like I've seen bits and pieces of Creepshow 1, um, and mm-hmm. I don't believe I've actually ever seen from watching this film. I never really seen any other segments of it, but I yeah. think this was uh this reminded me a lot of the uh, tales from the crypt, which I watched a lot. And that's kind of where a lot of the reminders came from, from that. But no, yeah, um, yeah definitely I didn't really watch too much of this as a kid. What about you, Mikey? Uh, kind of the same. Uh, I have heard of these movies. I have never seen the second one, the one we watched this time here uh, mm-hmm. and creep show one. I think I've seen it. Uh, but it's been so long that I don't remember it. So I didn't rewatch it this time, too. I just was running into other stuff. So It's okay, man. It's not <laughs> necessary. It's an anthology kind of film. So uh, I just like saw to. Creepshow 1 uh, last year, actually. So uh, just like you guys, it's one of those things where Look at I that. maybe saw some of those like little tales, you know, that they had sometimes in those, like on some channels. Because I think they play them during Halloween, right? Something yeah. like that. And uh, while I, I enjoyed it, some of it to a point, like there's little aspects of it that I was like, eh, it's you know, not every they, they have five tales in that one, at least 
this one was supposed to have five as well. I don't know if you guys read about it, but there was a huge budget cut in this film. So issues arose, but not bad. And then this one, I never seen the sequel, though. So I had never seen the sequel, but I had heard some people like it. It's kind of like, like a cult classic. So it's one of those. Kind of, even the first one kind right. of is, truthfully. So uh, so Marco, no, not not Marco yet, actually. Sorry, uh, to Bill and Mikey, then what did you guys think of Creepshow 2? I'll, I'll let you go first, Mikey. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I didn't like two of the three stories. So there's three stories total. Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, the, the one of them goes on way too long. Uh, you know, the other one is really like you can go just, full spoilers, stuff, Mikey. You don't have to be vague. No, I'm just, just saying in general. Okay, so like the the hitchhiker one went on way too long. Uh, the one with the like statue that comes to life. I mean, he just like comes alive, three kills, done. Like I didn't think that about. But the little, middle story at the lake was really good. <laughs> I liked that one a lot. The blob so, one. Yeah, the blob one. Yeah. Yeah, probably because you're a perv, but that's fine. Uh, what about you, Bill? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like the premises of these. Um, I feel that the as from a budget standpoint, it's very apparent. Obviously, they are supposed to be a lower budget, anyways. But like, Kinda, yeah. yeah, the first the first segment with the the wooden chief was an interesting premise. But I think with the what they were doing with the graphics, uh, and then like the tone of it. It was it. Some parts of it was more violent than it should have been, and it was like weird because they he he was the whole premise of Sam White Moon was that he was a was a nephew of the person who gave the jewels to the but, shop owner yeah, and was like that real quick. Though, like, did you do you know who Holt McCallany is? Uh, <laughs> he doesn't look familiar, but I know he's white he's and not, he's not, he's not, he's not Native American. Yeah, he's yeah, in a lot of shit. Dude. <laughs> yeah, just to let you know. Uh, I, I didn't realize it that like, until I looked it up and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> he's, he's the dude from Fight Club, man. <laughs> dude from Mindhunter, oh, too, by the way. So yep. like, Oh, he's from Mindhunter. Yep. And Wrath of Man was the one like recently he was in where he's a corrupt cop. So I was like, wait. And then in Fight Club, he's like, in this, in, this, in this life, his name is Robert Paulson. That was him. <laughs> so... Well, very early on. So, I mean, that segment, that segment, the blob thing was, was as some creep factor in there. It was it was an interesting way of doing things. I actually enjoyed that last segment a lot, mostly from the from my, like a comedy the standpoint. One? Yeah, <laughs> the hitchhiker because he just kept back. showing up. I just, I just thought that Thanks was funny. It's like hard to keep bringing him back. Yeah. So, yeah. I had my. I I feel like there should have been a little bit more production value. They should have given them a little bit more budget for this. Um, they, they originally did. Front of cut it, yeah. the, the I feel like the effects needed yeah, to be a little stronger studio. because of it. But yeah, I will say the effects in the second film are pretty good for the blob. But I mean, once again, it's, yeah. uh, it's mostly, I think we're like, especially when the people are getting killed and the effects of the makeup effects work really well. The makeup the, was really I, good. Like we don't really understand what's going on with it for the most part. So it's kind of like, okay, that's cool. Uh, the animated sequences too, were all supposed to be film live action, but they ran out of budget. Uh, so the animation didn't weird. bother me though. Yeah, I really? actually didn't mind the the animation portion. Like I, I've seen other movies yeah. that are like that, but yeah. So that didn't really bother me. But very yeah, some of the stories could be better. Eighties, very eighties. Hobbit looking fucking cartoons, right? Um, but yeah, for me, I not as good as the first Creep Show, in my opinion. I think that one has some better stories overall, a better production value too. But this was okay. Like I actually agree with Mikey though too. For the most part, I think the Blob. Story is the only good one out of the three. It's kind of sad, but th- yeah, the Hitchhiker one goes on too long. Like I, I get it. Like I get it. It does fucking, go long, yeah. Fucking Hitchhiker, we get it. The effects of the 
The makeup on the Hitchhiker looked great, though. I gotta say, like mm-hmm. it looked like yeah. creepy, and the you know it's kind of like that folk urban legend of like you know the Hitchhiker in the back of your car kind of thing, kind of. But um, and then yeah, the first one was weird. I wasn't really ever scared of the statue. Fucking thing looked hell like slow and shit. Like, what <laughs> and then you know so, uh, Marco, this is your turn now, big guy. So why did this movie scare you as a kid enough for you to you know? 70 years later to recommend it to people on a podcast. <laughs> well, you know, when I saw it in theaters back in 87, I'm just kidding. I wasn't even I, born, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was born in 87, Nabil, so you weren't born. I wasn't born either yet. Mm-hmm. Not quite yet. Yeah, I was four when this came out, but I saw. I actually saw it on HBO on the good old black box because, you know, everyone had one in the 80s. You guys pretty much called it what which which story was that scared the shit out of me the most it was the blob one dude i had really? fucking nightmares about that thing dude mainly because i already have a fear of deep waters and so i could never i like Fuck, for, for a while I, could, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't i i couldn't look at lakes or rivers the same dude i was like i i, I can't go any deeper than you know the first five ten feet because fuck that that thing's gonna get me. And if I ever saw something floating in the water or anything, I would get out. I'd yeah, I it, it gave me nightmares for fucking days. Like I'd You're have fruit. dreams that this thing was fucking killing me and shit. And oh god. It, yeah, like, it, it was horrible. Oh, no. What made it worse was when the dude's uh the deke when his leg like goes up and I was like, Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> like it's the first time I'd ever seen a death like that where like the limb like breaks the opposite direction. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm traumatized. Um, and a little bit, uh, the this, this story with the, the statue of the Native American kind of gave me nightmares a little bit. I feel sort like of that could have been scarier, actually. I don't know if you guys got that vibe. Yeah, that. I feel like it, it could have been. been. But uh, when you're like five or six, I think it was five when I watched this, and uh, that, that thing's moving, you never look at statues the same way either, especially ones that are like in front of buildings or shops. You're like, yeah, I'm not touching that thing. <laughs> so, but primarily it was, it was that, that second one, the, the raft is what it was called is, yeah. is the one that really did it in for me the most, the hitchhiker one, not too much though at the time for the eighties. And for me being like around five years old, that makeup did it for me. And it was, it was kind of yeah, fucking yeah. creepy that he just, he just kept coming back, coming back. And then at the end, like his face is all fucked up and mutilated and he keeps saying X for the ride lady. And I was like, fuck Mikey, stop. <laughs> no, but, uh, I mean, Marcos, um, I've literally seen him hit people like this. So I was like, yeah, hey. <laughs> never look back. <laughs> be the first to build too. Yeah. So uh, however, as a, as, as a whole, I do got to say this movie did not age well, man. Like there's, there's a lot not, of fucking cringy not, shit. Um, have you not have you not seen it since a long time, Marco? Is this not something you have regularly every like Halloween or whatever? No, I haven't seen it in a very long time. I just I never looked for it for it to be like free anywhere. I never was something that I'd be like, you know, what, I'm gonna go rent or I'm gonna go buy. Yeah. Also because I I was still kind of afraid of that middle story, and I was like, I wonder if it's gonna scare me again. And you know, it wasn't that creepy this time around. Many many years later. Yeah, it, you realize it was it's still, just like, is it just garbage? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, what is, is this pollution or something? I was like, that looks like the creek just right around the corner. I'm just saying. Yeah. Is that the yeah. city, city <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a creek, sir. So it, it, it didn't have the, the same impact. 
but it 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 was very cringy. Like all three of them, I was just like, God, this is this is so fucking eighties. This is so like just is, yeah. like man, they just said and did anything they wanted. Like even the raft, like had it had a lot of cringiness to it, man. Like the, those two guys were fucking douchebags. Like I, when no I was sense. a kid, I felt I felt bad that they were like dying when I was a kid. And now I was like, you know, they they kind of deserve to die. So that's that's kind of my uh, <laughs> that's kind of my opinion looking back on it. Um, yeah, I've seen so, the first one too, but um, yeah. I don't have much memory of it. It's not uh, not as cringy as this one, I would say, because they do have a lot more stories for you to go through. But I, I I'd recommend a watch. I might um, check it, it out. Just got, it just got remastered too last year too in 4K. Is that so coming out in the eighties as well. Yeah, uh, way before it, nineteen eighty three, I think. Couple years Three? before, eighty two, eighty three, and then there's a third one too, by the way, which I I've never seen. This but nice meanwhile, millennium. they just what left part it? two in HD. That's yeah, it. It was like two thousand something. <laughs> uh, that's still a cleanup because uh, Arrow Video did a thing for it too, by the way, for Creepshow too. So if you really want to mm. look for the best version, it did get a little special edition. But um, so Nabil, Mikey, I gotta say then. So did any did, was it scary at all to you this movie? Was this like? Does, do, can you can you put yourself in Marco's shoes? This is your time to shine, Bill. You can get back for last week. Of course. <laughs> Here we go. We're using personal vendettas give to shit against people. Give you know, it. Give thing. it. We're like, very petty this, on like, this. Pod. Was this actually scary to you, Bill? Start with you then. Like or like? I, do you understand? I don't have a personal vendetta. I will say the first and the third mini story um, was not. I, like I wouldn't have been scared of that. The second one though, with how that blob was sucking him down and like breaking limbs and stuff. I could see that as being scary as a yeah. kid, so I'll, I'll, I'll give him that um, for sure. Like that one was the, the even looking at it now, like you guys were saying, the um, effects on that was really well done. So I feel I, like that's where all the budget went. Was that one? I feel the same. Yeah, I think they spent Especially a lot of money like in that the one. Creature thing. I, I I'm assuming. I don't know. Was it like a tarp? I just think it was. It was that's what I was thinking. It was they like a tarp. Through the water. Stuff on it. Like we'll just mm-hmm. pull it and it'll look like it's fucking. I mean, I was freaked out when they were like it came through the bottom of the raft. I was like, holy yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I won't lie, that actually looks really good. Because mm-hmm. the gaps between the wood and stuff, I was like, okay, yep. that makes sense. So I think that was a, a that was a good way. <laughs> like, this is uh, a real good reason to be scared. Yeah. Let's go swim to the raft, guys, with the car still running. This makes no fucking Stupid. sense. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that battery would have died by the time we got. Oh to that yeah, car. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, so it was, I was like, I was like, is that a diehard? What is this? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Mikey, what about you? I kind of echo everything Nabil said. I mean, the the first one, there wasn't enough there to scare me as a kid. Uh, given Marco did see this when they were five years old, so I can kind of see uh, yeah. all three of them giving a five-year-old a scare. Um, so that yeah, I I can see how he could scare this one, but not scary today is what you're saying. Oh yeah, no, definitely not scary today. I mean, I, I kind of touched on already here, but it's like everything looks uh, a little a little off. Like uh, the makeup's well done for back then, but like nowadays, it's like okay, that's this is uh, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Uh, even even the statue, like uh, the wooden statue that comes alive, like I would want him to actually be like more humanoid instead of like being wood. I thought the he was going to do. I thought that was going to be more creepier. Like he was going to like move yeah. a little bit or blink at one point. Someone would be like, what he, the like, fuck? I thought like he was going to kill wood, everybody, though, right? but he was like avenging the people. He's like, they treated me well. Uh, it was all shadows, too. You didn't really get to see him. You don't do yeah. much murder. You can, yeah. Well, you see him rip the, the dude through end. a wall at one point, but yeah. then it even cuts away at that point. All right, so you're like, okay, and he just—I think you see a couple arrows, right, going to the dude, but yeah, but you it. never see the dude doing it though, because once again, right, I think yeah. budget reasons are like we can't show the action though. 
there's no way we can do this. Yeah. Um. So here we go. Like once again, we rated uh, the bills last week. It wasn't super high. Obviously, it was like one of those things. You know, like, hey, I don't know. I didn't think it was that scary. But just me, Mikey, and then the bill. Let's rate Marco's scary kid level bullshit, as we like to call it. I guess. I, I guess we're just gonna keep it. Fuck it. We're already halfway <laughs> through <them>. there. <laughs> Uh, what would you give the scare factor, I guess, technically, for the movie now? I guess, what are we trying to look at? Like, during the time period, right, is what we're trying to say. I would say as a kid, yeah. Would you yeah, as a kid, kid. What would you rate this movie overall? Not just the one story. You gotta, you still, it wasn't like right. The Raft. It was Creep Show 2. Mikey, start with you. Uh, Well, I gave Nabil a three, and I can't give this one lower than that, so I want to give him a three as well. So, you <laughs> started yeah. too high already. Okay, sure. <laughs> Nabil, what about you? I, I gave it a two. I think that it was kind of weak all around, um, except for that middle part. Yeah. Okay, well, I also give it a two, I think, overall. Like, if I'm looking at Scare Factor, even back then. Yeah. I think it was, I think the budget really kills this movie. Like, there, there's a potential for some pretty creepy stuff in this movie. But because yeah. they, like, cheapened out on it, as you can tell, like, there's some shit like, well, mm-hmm. I don't know about this. That, and yeah. yeah, that's all. So. I completely agree. I think that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that there isn't good low budget horror films, especially in the 80s. There's plenty of those. But I feel that this film was, you know, didn't get its fair shot because it was a lower budget. It could have got you could have gotten well, it was good story ideas, but they just needed more money to really pull off some of the effects. for that. Well, for that you period. said that they actually pulled the budget in the middle of filming, right? Is that what you said? Uh, I don't know exactly the time, Mikey. Oh, okay, because I thought like because before pre- it sounded like pre- when you it were sounded about like it they had it done pre-production because they would have already planned ahead for other things, so they can't just yeah. do a middle and start canceling shit. They had they had yeah, a grander, okay. grandioso kind of like they had two more stories. One of them eventually got filmed for a Tales from the Crypt thing, actually. Well, speaking of which, oh, there you go. and then um, the other one just disappeared. Like they were gonna have two more stories, which I think would have probably bounced it out a little bit more too. Because shorten them I think a bit. If you guys yeah. ever watch the first one, you'll see that like the five, they're not all like the same length there's some of that are really short some are a little bit longer kind of like a like a black mirror episode if that makes sense mm-hmm. like how some are a little bit longer than others and i think it helps that movie so i will say it is funny that the first one has uh leslie nielsen and this one had george kennedy in it which they're two <laughs> uh partners in naked gun so I was like, yeah. nice all right so uh next up is mikey mikey announce the movie for us what we are going to watch next. Apparently you told me already that it's not a horror film. It's very, maybe it's, maybe it's similar to fucking the bills. Who knows? Well, what's going on? Um, this movie? <laughs> so I, I think it's actually in most people's eyes, probably worse than the bills, but, uh, so, uh, the most vivid memory of mine where I got scared from a movie was when I was four years old and it's a movie called wizard of Oz. The original Wizard of Oz? Wizard of Oz. Oh, wow. Yes, uh, with Judy okay. Garland and uh, the whole the whole 10. So, yeah, that is the main thing that I can remember as a kid where I got, like, literally couldn't sleep for days after I watched it. Because the monkeys? Well, that would be a spoiler for the next episode, but I'm maybe. Sorry, just cool. Not what I was expecting at all, Mikey. <laughs> I held this on, like, 4K disc, by the way. So that's well, at least you get a good... Uh, Good rendition of it to watch, yeah. James. It's a must-own disc, in my opinion. So The Wizard of Oz from Mikey, soon to get a one-star, uh, will be our next review. Two weeks, so um, stay There's tuned. Sounds foreshadowing like here. Anyways, let's move on to our main review now of The Nun 2. 
So The Nun 2, sitting at a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. The IMDb description is 1956 France. A priest is murdered and evil is spreading. The sequel to the worldwide smash hit follows Sister Irene as she once again comes face to face with Valak, the demon nun. Directed by Michael Chavez, who also uh, directed The Curse of La Llorona in 2019. And The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It in 2021. This is written by Ian Goldberg and Richard Nang, who both wrote The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which is an excellent film, which is actually a movie we mentioned last week, actually. So even crazier, uh, followed by also writing Eli in 2019, which is not a good movie. Also written by Akila Cooper, who did Hellfest in 2018, Malignant in 2021, which is basically a Giallo film, and um, Megan in 2022. This movie was released on September 8th, 2023 in theaters, and this stars Tessa Farmiga as Irene, Sister Irene, Jonas Balkett as Maurice, returning from the previous film, also known as Frenchie, Storm Reed as Deborah, the most random nun you could ever have in this movie, Anna Popwell as Kate, and Bonnie Aarons as The Nun. So, we reviewed The Nun previously, many moons ago. I didn't realize this movie came out, it's weird to say it, half a decade ago at this point, because it came out in 2018. Yeah. Which is weird to say, right? Which is kind of strange. Yeah. I didn't realize it had been that long. Yeah. Well, when something's that bad, you have to lock it away, Mikey. It's one of those things <laughs> yeah. where... You just purge it from your brain, right? You just, it's, yeah. you just forget about it. Yeah. It was one of those movies I recall. I didn't re... I should have actually... I did rewatch it, just to let you guys know. But I also should have went back and maybe like listened to our podcast. Because I'm pretty sure none of us like this movie, right? At the time, Mikey, obviously you weren't on the podcast, but Nabil, uh, yeah, I'm I pretty like sure we were like, what's up with this? Because it's like, there uh, was just a lot of jump scares. I remember that. And I was like, yeah, that that's a lot of the conjuring shit, though, truthfully. Yeah. Although I think the mainline titles are a little better at kind of balancing story with that. Mm-hmm. Because I think they have more interesting protagonists. But the nun, I rewatched it and it was like a struggle to get through even rewatching it. And I haven't seen it actually since we did that podcast, which is crazy. Like, five years ago like that's the last time i saw it was in theaters and i just didn't watch it since then because i just didn't like it man it, it it's yeah. i think it's too long i don't know if you guys recall that or not like it, it it takes a long time to get to the point that middle part is getting up to the part where they're at the um was it the seminary or wherever that the, yeah, the they church were in, or whatever yeah. the church yeah like that whole se- sequence before they finally get into the catacombs and actually deal with the i think it takes like, them 40 was, minutes to get to that part yeah. man it takes forever to get there. I remember that was just a slog to get through. It's one of those things too. Like, is it actually long though, or just feel long? I think it just feels long. I think it just feels long. Although I think it is an hour forty, isn't it? You, you can just double check that for me. I'm not sure. I don't think it's just an hour and a half, is it? Because that's crazy. Yeah, it's an hour thirty six. Okay, so it's like an hour forty. But let's face it, with with credits, it's probably only really an hour and a half. 
That's how yeah. slow that fucking movie is. And truthfully, I didn't even think that movie was that scary. By the way, the first one, definitely right. not. I mean, for for what the trailers trying to made it made it seem like it was going to be scary. You know, it's like it really didn't have anything substantial to make it scary. So I'm I'm pretty safe in saying like none of our opinions have really changed on the previous one, most likely, right? Yeah, I think we were also disappointed too in watching if I recall because it's the nun was such a pivotal thing in the Conjuring film because it's like, um, kind of, I guess, you know the yeah. the well, it's like her main protagonist, like her the demon that. She's dealing with the. Uh, well, we didn't lady, really know why until now, until this movie now. Like, right. Oh, no, well, that's true. Bloodline. That's why she's. <laughs> but, the and it was like when we watched the film, we're like, well, that was like, okay. <laughs> like, what was that for? It didn't really I go didn't anywhere go. either, actually, too. Right. Which is kind of interesting to say because it's, it's one of those movies that I think, I don't know, like when we watched the original Nun as well, like, I don't know, that we were kind of in like the middle of the huge conjuring burst with all the Annabelle movies, too. And. Mm-hmm. I think rewatching it just kind of solidified my whole like. I think this is the worst movie in like the Conjuring universe. The first, the first oh, by one, by so. far, actually, I think it's by yeah. far the worst one. Yeah, I that watched it as well. First, and the first Animal's up there too. Just the first like, Animal's pretty bad too, though. It's pretty yeah. bad, which is so weird that they shot. And it's like, oh, it's kind of like, it's a prequel, but there's another prequel. <laughs> so she just got creepy eyes, I guess. But let's jump into the Nun Two. What do we think about the Nun Two? Let's start with you, Mikey. What did you think of the Nun Two? And apologies, I was not able to watch it with you this time. Because Mikey's normally my movie buddy now. So. Oh, yeah, no date night. Oh, man. Did you watch it by yourself? I did, I did. Uh, I had some I people too. that were going to meet me there. Fucking and, uh, oh. they, they, didn't, they didn't show up, so, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, but, yeah, no, I actually liked this one. Uh, I thought the plot was a little better. Uh, there was actually some stuff that I enjoyed. Um so, yeah, I, I just thought they did a, a better job overall. There was some creepier stuff. There was a couple of different things to look at. There's not just the one, you know, villain kind of person. So, yeah. um, I thought the pacing was a little better in this one as well. So, yeah, overall, I, I actually like this one. Okay. Uh, what about you, Bill? Uh, I Yeah, I like the story a little bit better in this one. It was It's much more um, bearable. <laughs> <laughs> the first one um there were some scary elements it, i don't feel like it was really that scary uh, but i did no. enjoy the plot more in this one it was just it was easier i think also the follow um because there was actually going somewhere <laughs> you know so not necessarily connecting with the conjuring film but it was at least something holistic so i guess i enjoyed that aspect of it okay uh what about you marco it was okay really I agree with Mikey that it was a slight improvement from the first one, which I begrudgingly rewatched, by the way. And I think it helped it rewatching it, though, for this storyline. I will say that much. To, to a point, there's probably like three memorable scenes that I think matter in the first movie that translate into the sequel. Maybe four. But I just didn't remember it, to tell you the truth. <laughs> like, you know, there was a lot of shit I didn't remember because I blocked that whole movie from my brain i do remember i think i watched it with you and yeah. was mikey there yeah, yeah. i was on vacation and, you, know, you, saw the you and i one. saw it i think we went to napa to see it back in the day yeah but the yeah. sequel it, it's a slight improvement it's nothing nothing great really it's it's okay i think i enjoyed the characters the most about it yeah, I, I, I probably said in the last one. I think Frenchie or Maurice is like the most likable character for some reason. I don't know why that guy. Where, where's that guy from? 
He's from something else, I, isn't he? I don't know. He does look familiar. He looks familiar to me. I'm like, who are you? Who are you, Maurice? Though yeah, watching so- him back to back, Irene isn't that bad of a character either. She's just a bit naive sometimes. I guess that's like the the fucking. I mean, no one else matters in this movie, really. I mean, I didn't think this movie was good at all, guys. To tell you the truth, like, it, yeah, it's better than the first one, but that's like saying like a Teletubbies episode is better than something like. Okay, I guess. Yeah, Pretty much slightly, agreed. Slightly better, I guess. Just got past the time. I knocked out twice from this movie, guys. There's fucking gaps, guys. I don't know where the fuck I woke up. Like, like, okay, okay cuz dude, I was fighting it. I thought I was the only one. I was like, I was literally trying to hold my eyelids open in some no, scenes. I, I literally convinced myself. I'm like, "Nah, you can probably nap for 10 minutes. You'll be fine. You ain't miss shit." I was like, "All right." <laughs> by myself, I don't give a fuck. I look a crazy guy anyway. <laughs> I saw it by myself, too. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, "Whatever." Oh, mine wasn't by choice. Um yeah, like Irene's more of a character in this one. Like she's leading it herself because uh, Damon Bashir's character is dead from the first movie, right? Um, once again, Cholera. Storm Reed's character was so fucking random, though. Deborah, I don't know if you guys like. Well, we kind of explain her a little bit, right? Like how she. Yeah, ate, it like, makes no her. sense. She's from Mississippi, yeah, I, and she ended up in Italy. I'm like, I don't know why she was really in the fifties. I'm gonna tell you right now, guys. Yeah, wouldn't happen. No. no. Not yeah, it's sent to like upstate New York or something, maybe tops. But <laughs> and then like Kate, they're trying to do like a fucking yeah. She really Greece. wasn't really there for anything either. Like she just needed maybe. to lick her lips too the whole time. I was just like, damn bitch, your lips are so fucking chapped. They've been chapped since fucking two thousand four, <laughs> dude. Like get it, fucking lick your lips. Put some chapstick on. <laughs> Bother me the whole time. I was like, dude, are you the nun? Are you gonna become the nun? And I was like, wait, the nun's already fucking around. I'm like. What the fuck, man? To, to to just add like new characters as well and not like use them as cannon fodder too, I think is a waste because it just there's really I mean, no reason for die, I guess. It's fine. Well, but then there's no reason for them to be there really, because honestly, okay, let's, like let's uh, hold that thought then. Let's get into the yeah. plot then. Because there's there's a lot of kind of story about belief, right? And it's like a main thing with this and Sister Irene is talking about, you know, it's about the faith and stuff like that, and which is fine. I get that. Like, it's obviously, it's a movie about, it's, I guess, the whole Conjuring thing is heavily religious themes the whole time, which is fine, but I don't feel like it was the greatest in this movie. I don't know, but like, you kind of hinted at, like, the message of the film overall, and I, I know Deborah's character, Sister Deborah's character kind of goes with that, because, you know, she, her mom passes away, Irene's mom is dead as well, and then there's a connection with that, and trying to believe, and so on and so forth. What did you, what did you think about that overall? Yeah, that's I mean that's exactly what the plot is, James. You're right. It's it's yeah. about the message of faith and the prompt. So it's great because you've got Irene in there and you know her faith was a bit shooken from what was going on but she believes still she's still very, you know, yeah. fortified faith. Um and then you have Deborah's character who's supposed to be, you know, kind of wavering but she's there because she's doing for family, but to me it's like I'm not we're not going to go there's not too much to, I'm not going to really spoil anything yet, but you know there's a scene at the end where she's supposed to have like found her faith, Deborah, and that she's supposed to like pray to help s- resolve the issue. But yeah. I didn't really feel much of the like. There was no build up to it. There wasn't really earned. She was just kind of been there to help Irene on the way as a side thing, but wasn't really like we didn't spend a lot of time with her. So yeah. why did that 
feel like she suddenly like had faith, you know, to to pray. I did, I felt I that was disconnected. Because they had I felt like it wasn't earned, really. Yeah, Truthfully. I mean, really, like Maurice, you know, he's there, and they're at this kind of school for girls, which at first I thought was like a Catholic school, but it seems just an all boarding school. school. Yeah, just a boarding school. So there wasn't like a lot of faith elements inside there, and I mean, Maurice himself was kind of moving on so i don't know what kind of he didn't really gain much more perspective from the last events he just seemed to have lived his he's life possessed. and was traveling across the yes well he is but i mean like oh. it as far as his character is concerned what you can see he just seems to continue to be a traveler so yeah. i don't like that thing I wasn't really he, resonant he's with not anybody, aware he's possessed right no not no, not no. until the very end oh, that's creepy yeah, I, I wish they would have focused a little more on that. To tell you the truth, yeah, I would have. I agree. I think if we had a little bit more time with just like what like he's he killing, was dealing with, yeah, he's like yeah, exactly. killing he's kids killing and shit. And I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. that kid was just dropping shit off. Those yeah. are and also right. they, they kind of didn't really show like they did some time jumps without telling you they did time jumps because like they show Maurice at the school, but then they show the nun killing people, and they're like they link the two together later on. And you're like, oh wait, those were flashbacks. Like I didn't even know there were flashbacks, right. so I was like, okay, that it kind of jogged you because because later like they say, oh, the nun is traveling, and then they say Maurice is traveling. Yeah. So, traveling. but you don't put two yeah. two together because Maurice is at the at the school in the beginning of the movie, and then they tell you that later on. You're like, oh wait, but you didn't okay, realize so he was, was the one flashback. walking away from the church in the very first scene. No, no, I know, I realize that. No, but what I'm saying is like they show Maurice at the school, right? And then throughout the whole movie, they're doing flashbacks of the nun killing people. And then later on in the movie, like, oh, well, he's a traveler, right? So, I mean, yeah, I knew that because I knew he was possessed from the very first one in the scene. And the the trailers kind of show you, like, the upside-down thing on his neck, right? So, you kind of put that together. But, like, if you didn't know that stuff beforehand, you would, in the the way the movie presents the information, you don't know their flashbacks. They're playing it as though, like, you watched the first movie. So, it is a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. True, true, but I, I agree with Mikey where it's just like, oh, I, because I, I, I thought he was just leaving the premises, going and killing people and coming back. But then I realized as they're explaining yeah. it, it's in different countries. So I was like, yeah. so, so those happened in the past. I'm like, this is wow. The, the chronological order of this is just fucking batshit, but okay. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I bother me at all. I thought it was okay. It, 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 yeah, it, it, I agree with Mikey on that, but. I also agree with Nabil that this the shit isn't earned with with the whole thing about faith. Like I get it, that's your message, okay. But one, it's a repetition of the first movie, which already had Irene dealing with that shit. Two, yeah, true. I what James said, they could have focused more about Maurice dealing with him himself being possessed and Irene being traumatized from those events. Like not necessarily losing her faith, but at least like dealing with the trauma of that. And we didn't yeah. need these other characters at all. Like just dealing yeah. with those alone could have had a lot more weight. You could have focused a little bit more on it. Could have expanded more on these characters. And everyone else, like, could have just been a bunch of no names that you just use as cannon fodder to to add more more stakes to the movie. But instead we got this, which was a you know, a jumbled mess of you know, a very weak message. I, I do agree that it was stronger in the first movie. And in this movie, it just sort of it didn't feel earned, like the bill was trying to say. And I agree there. Felt like I like a lot of like thoughts and like what would be the creepiest thing to do. And once again, though, I, I felt like they tried to add a lot of jump scares in it. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like once again, it's just like, you know, kind of their MO. The right? MO. They kinda, yeah. yeah. They kind of, hey, we're going to freak you out. But then really, it's behind you. And I won't lie. There's a couple of times I jumped, especially because I was in a Dolby Atmos theater and my seats were shaking. You know, so. <laughs> Um, it was you know I saw was, that shit on normal. 
There was and by jump, you mean like they woke you up, right? Oh yeah, no, that's <laughs> only <in the laughs> from his slumber. Yeah, no, I saw it in uh, AMC's Dolby Cinema, whatever, because I was in LA, so went in Rome. Um, so then I gotta say, did you? I felt too like overall the plot. The nun was like very like insignificant overall for like the scares. I don't know if you guys felt that either. Yeah. Nabil, oh. you agree? Yeah, I've I felt that she wasn't she, compared to at least in comparison to the first one. The, yeah. That's she was actually underused here as far yeah, as like a, I thought the same the thing driving too. element here. Yeah, yeah. It was just like there's like a, a tale they tell about like this demon uh, goat thing that kind of shows up. I don't know if that's part Which, of the nuns. Shit. Well, that's about yeah. Never explain it fully. But I'm like, all right, fuck it. I guess it's real. Uh, there's like. They add some Indiana Jones shit in here where they got to find a fucking some kind of idol. <laughs> I didn't catch most of that. I won't lie. That's part of the part where I probably was like, at, at that, one that's point, another I repetition. Shit up. Okay. That's I cool. kind of also, you know, you made go off the that part. That'll stop the nun. I'm like, you guys did this in the first one. It was, I mean, I don't, I don't did know what, what other, yeah, they had why to find is it the, when they the, brought up the, okay. So why is it when they brought the blood of Jesus? I was like, no, they didn't. And I was like, did I fall asleep during that part too? During the first film, I was like, Jesus. No, I don't recall that at all. I was just like, oh, she about to say they never did that. And then she's like, of course you did. I was like, wait, they did do that? And I was like, wait, did I even watch Jesus the movie Christ. three days ago? I was like, holy fuck, I don't like How long movies. have I been in this theater? Yeah, I looked around. What I asked the girl next to me, what year is this? <laughs> what year is this? Is this the third nun film? Did I fucking, fucking time warp? Um, <laughs> I, I I actually like that she was used a little less in this one than the first one because I called felt the like nun too. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? But she was mm, way too. Every fucking scene, it was just like I get it, dude. She's there, but yeah, I mean, I that's it's called the nun. No, but I I see what Marco's saying. Like I like that they used her image. Here. Okay, let's do it. No, thank, thank you, Mikey. <laughs> they used her image, right? I mean, like she was on the wall, but it wasn't really the mm-hmm. wall. It was like paint. It was like paint, right? And yeah. then it was in the magazines, and like she wasn't really there. It was just the magazines. That's a good scene, by the way. But, like, yeah, yeah, there's some really cool like visual scenes with the nun. You know, quote unquote the nun, right? But it's not really the nun. So I, I yeah. kind of liked that they did that kind of stuff. That's what kind of made me like this movie more than the first it, one. Yeah, it, it fucks with you subconsciously. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, obviously, the end. There's you know, the actual nun is there. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, so what about like okay? So let's let's go back a little bit. Let's roll me back a little bit here. So overall, with the, like, was there anything you guys enjoyed overall? Then like, what was your like? Did anything? I don't know. Did anything particularly stand out to you, then, Mikey? Like other than visuals, did you actually like character development or what? Where it came out without spoiling? Obviously, we'll talk more in spoilers. Obviously, but uh, by the end, was it okay with how you felt with resolution of the plot itself, or did you want a little bit more of the plot? Did you want more characters, plus characters? What do you think? Uh, I do think they could have done more, right? So I, well, I yeah. wasn't like super satisfied with the plot and the characters uh, and what they did with them. Uh, mm-hmm. Marco outlined a, a couple things that I agree with here. But that being said, they did address those things in the movie. They just did it quickly, like you know, with a small mm-hmm. conversation and such. So I, I wasn't like I wasn't blown away by the story they provided or the characters they provided. But I yeah. thought it was enough to just be a you know, horror movie. So I didn't really bother me too much. Yeah. What about uh, you, Winnable? Yeah, the same. I feel like the um, it would have probably been better just to add the priest again and amp that up instead of having him kind of killed off. Um, killed off off screen. Yeah, they yeah, probably can get Damien Bashir back for one with cholera <laughs> with an ass right. disease. Okay, 
They're like, he shit himself to death. <laughs> Pretty much. I was like, wow. I was you know, like, dude, he took no, some like, licks know, in the first movie. That's fucked we up, man. We understand half the words he was saying in the first film, so we had to He was a little than on these school me for. Jesus Christ. Definitely some character development would have been nice. Yeah, um, but I, I will agree. say the thing I did like, though, um, even though we didn't get a lot with the nun, which I get the creep factor you guys are talking about, but I kind of agree with James on this. That this is this is a, she's a titular character. I want to see more of her. No, the, it, I forgot the subtitle was called Sister Irene. My bad. <laughs> I mean, she was in it. But well, I will actually, say the wait, nun too, Sister she Irene. The nun, though, right? So I mean, you guys um, are assuming they're thinking of the evil nun. Maybe it's the good nun. The movie's about. Oh, I will <laughs> bet you a million dollars it's about the evil nun, Mikey. I'm, I'm almost a hundred. Are you sure? sure. <laughs> No, you're crazy. She's edgy. She's smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I will say that um, I liked. I did like the visuals of the death scenes. Like, there's a, a scene where they somebody you know, gets emulated. Um, the ending, even where that scene is, where they're in the wine cellar. Like, those visuals are really well done, especially compared yeah. to the last one. Like, I that made the film kind of bring it up a little bit. So there's at least when the some were happening, um, some color in this movie. You could you could actually see the scenes that took place in the fucking dark as opposed to the first movie. Where I'm like, I don't know what the yeah. fuck I'm looking at here. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got more it's got more pizzazz. There's there's a much better visual flair in this movie, especially just that magazine scene. For I know sure. it's ruined in the trailer, but like, no, I one of the better though? scenes. I actually enjoyed it still. Yeah, I thought yeah. it Luckily, was still really well done. I ignored every fucking trailer, so that was a surprise to me that I really enjoyed. I. I agree with Mikey too, and and with the bill that the, the visuals really are what elevated this movie just a just a tid bit more than the previous movie was just that that and the I I know you agree you disagree with this but the pulling back of the nun a little bit and using different ways and different new ways to show her image to kind of creep you out I felt was uh, a, a lot better in this movie also the, the characters like Maurice and Irene even even though like they don't get that much more development in the movie. I I kind of like them when they're on screen, especially when they're together. Like they they have that shared history, and yeah, but that's we don't get also, it to the end, which is ex- kind of like exactly got that, to that point sooner, right? Yes, that's why I wish it would have just focused more on that because that would have been a stronger movie. It would have been even better than than what I thought it was. So, so they just run into each other and they're like, "Oh my god!" And they're like, "Sister," he's like, "You know, we gotta get out of here." And she's like, "Don't touch him." And then. It just is like, dang, if this wasn't the last 20 minutes of the movie, that'd be kind of cool if we got a little more catch up. Like, what's your life been? I gave you these yeah, tomatoes, right. remember? Yep. Do you still have the tomatoes? And like, they should have, they never like even address how like Sister Irene is like, like fucking Van Helsing in this one where they're like, we have the, the church comes there like, you, 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 no, yeah, no, that's true. Eating his cherry tomatoes and shit, looking like the fucking scene for <laughs> Return of the King. I was like, whoa, slow down. Because they're me- guy. Because the main dude died of cholera. Well, actually, no, he died so that he could be in, uh, you know, probably another King Kong versus Godzilla movie. I don't know. Probably. But no, but the whole thing is like, it's just, they don't really address that. Like, so why is Irene, like, not higher up in the church if she's, like, right. such a badass, well, right? Mm, bring it up. Time, she said that she wanted times. Well, she said that she didn't want to, she stepped away. Remember, there was like somebody talking about how they thought she might have died or killed herself or something like that. But oh, she so kind of sorry. She went the, the mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Lone Just, fucking Lone Ranger. Like she's like, in the back. I used to be somebody. So, I mean, to compare to the first one, we all uh, kind of agree this is like, hey, this is obviously a better movie overall. Even if it's not by much, it's, it, I can admit, yeah, this is a better movie than the first one. I'd probably rewatch this one by, again. By a smidge. 
What were the worst scenes then? We were talking about scenes we liked. What are the worst scenes then, Mikey? This is out to you. Yeah, we're doing this. Uh, worst scenes, huh? Uh, the goat creature. I don't know. He looked funny, right? Looked kind of funny to me. Like I was, was I was actually Pepin laughing effects, by the when way? he was around. I think so. Yeah, I think it was like a guy in a suit. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think it was yeah. They, so they, I, they, I like they shoot a lot of his that, scenes but... in shadows too. I noticed, by the way, to kind yeah. of cover up like he's probably like in a three piece kind of thing where it's like because he's moving around like crazy. Who knows? Yeah, I thought that was weird though because like it, there's like a picture of a goat, so you kind of expect it's a goat, but then it's like a half human with long arms kind of goat, and it's like uh, it's like a okay. demonic looking goat yeah. thing, right? Yeah. I, I, I kind of like Anything uh, not work out for you? Or one that just kind of stuck out? Like, hmm, that's kind of weird. Um, I didn't, I, I didn't like a lot of the scenes at the school itself, you know, outside of like where we got to the ending and things started ramping up because they were, are you they talking were, about like when the girls are like picking on the they're like girl? picking on her. I was like, I don't understand this. Like the real purpose of this. I, I, we get it. Like just, just teasing her. Bill. Yeah. They're just <laughs> I was assholes. like, I don't really get the point of any of this. And then even when they're in the, the old abandoned chapel chapel, like that whole thing was supposed to be creepy, but I don't know. I just felt like you just it was just kind of went back scare, to the, in my opinion. Yeah, it just went so. back to like the nun, right? Just throwing in the jump scare, and I thought that was like too cheap for what they for everything else they had going on. So that's true. I mean, whatever doesn't work doesn't work. But I mean, yeah. nothing was like I don't think anything was terrible in this movie. I'll give it that much at least. Mm-hmm. I wasn't once like, oh my fucking god. I was just like, oh, okay, like I kind of expected it if that makes sense. For the most part, so um, I do want to jump into spoilers here, guys, because there's like a lot to a point afterwards that I kind of want to talk about. But let's rate it beforehand, Marco. What would you give the nun to? I'd give it one and a half stars. Sounds about right, uh, Mikey. What about you? Uh, I give it three stars. Actually, I actually liked it a little bit. Nice. Uh, what wow. about you, Bill? I actually gave it two and a half stars. Nice. And I give it two stars overall. Look at that. We all have different ratings. Yeah. Wow. 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 Right. So uh, if you don't want to hear a spoiler section, there's it goes over some stuff. I would say skip it for now. Hear our outro. Uh, but if you're sticking with us, let's get into our spoilers. Let's stop here for a moment to let you all know about Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or heck, even the Kardashians. Newsly will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. They even have digital radio. Did we mention they also have podcasts from over 80 countries? Well, they do. And guess what? The Movie Pals podcast is there, too. I started using Newsly as my default podcast player, and I can't think of ever going back. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in our description. And make sure to use our promo code TMPALS. That's T-M-P-A-L-S to receive a one-month free premium subscription. Newsly, stop scrolling and start listening. So, like, overall, jumping back to you then, Bill, for spoilers here, like, it ends in the wine cellar. They 
seemingly defeat Valak by praying and also I don't actually remember what happens. What happens again, guys? They fucking <laughs> she gets they turn the wine into the blood of Jesus. Yes. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. that's what kills yes. her. They, 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 they kill him with her. the booze. They but kill it with the booze. Truthfully, as if, I'm assuming we've all seen all the Conjuring films, perhaps, but she's not mm-hmm. really dead, right? So obviously something still happens. She shows up in Conjuring Part Two, and also is she in the Devil Made Me Do It? No, no I think they kill her in the second one. That's or she whatever. She's only one of the main things. I don't think she's the main villain in the Valak in that one. Overall, then, did you like how that ended, Bill? Yeah, I think, well, as far as, like, vanquishing her, yeah, I liked that part of it. I liked how that kind of wrapped up that part. I think there is a bit of a cop-out, because I I feel like they're, like, leaving room for, like, maybe a sequel, because uh, Maurice is still alive. I would have felt like he would have probably died in this incident, considering he was possessed. I I thought so, too. I thought he was actually dead at the end. I was like, there's no way he's fucking alive. So I was like, like, you saved me. <laughs> so I thought that was weird, and I was like, okay, so they obviously want to try to milk this for any more that they can get out of it. But um, I, I do yeah. like that interaction with him, you know, and like killing her off. Like that was fine. But that that uh, Deborah and and Irene like praying together thing again. I don't feel like Deborah's. Yeah, like um, you and Marco whatever, talking about it. It's not, yeah, I don't it's kind of just. It's kind of just thrown into the pot to be like, hey, we got to move the plot along. These characters have to change somehow by the end. Here you go. Right. right. Basically, Marco, mm-hmm. right? Like, here. Like, mm-hmm. she's fucking praying now. Like, she she saw a miracle, quote unquote, happen, right? Because the only reason yeah, you know, she's the only reason you even like know that is that she says it literally, right? She literally says yeah. it. <laughs> she does. I, she's but, yeah. but I did like the fact that Irene sort of reconnects with the memory of her mom and that kind of helps her. You know, with with yeah. with her prayer, I thought that that was pretty cool of it. I like the fact that the nun died by booze. I was like, okay, you know, it's the blood that's, of Jesus that's, Christ. That's little alky in me just saying, hey, I like. I'm just kidding, but I, it was pretty cool. Um, however, I didn't like the fact that the, the the bully girls didn't die. One got maimed, but I was like, she did get stabbed. Killed him. Like, Jesus Christ, could have yeah. killed him because that's that's the one part that I didn't like about the movie either. Children, so. man, Marco really wants everybody to die in these things, huh? Yeah, he I was okay like four with times already. Dying. I was like, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Something like that, maybe. Just I, do, I do like the usage of holy relics, though. Like most scary movies, they kind of see like a possessed item or like a evil item of some sort. Like most of the Conjuring ones, and this is it kind re- of the opposite. It reminds me a lot of like '80s horror films that have like a lot of like yeah. we have to find this mm-hmm. thing to make oh, yeah. Dracula or fucking yeah. something, you know? Like or even classic horror films are like oh, like werewolves. We have to use this item and. Blessing, but it's cool. Uh, it gives them a weapon to use against it rather than just be like, oh, shit, we just got to keep running. It's like, I wish no, we had seen more of it, back. though. Are you, do you guys yeah. agree like, with the, how it's going off? I was like, I don't really know how these work. Tell you the truth. Like, is it like a fucking talisman? Like, she holds it in praise and it blows and damages her, but then she, the nun absorbs it, though, at, at the end, right? That's yeah, one thing yeah, the yeah, first movie before, right? So it's like, yeah, yeah she absorbed its power, supposedly. Like, that's I, how I she know, got the but, eyes. But because Sister eyes. Irene. Mm. Is you know a descendant of that um, saint? Like that's why she's connected to. Is that why her daughter eventually, who is you know Vera Farmiga's character, eventually will have the same like keep seeing the nun everywhere? That's my like question. Was like, is that why they're kind of connected because that nun took the eyes or some shit? Or am I looking way yeah. too deep into these guys? No, you're, you you're might, probably you looking too deep. That makes sense though. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's what I was thinking, because like even when she sees the nun in Conjuring 2, she's with her daughter, too, when she sees him, because the daughter's like, hey, I see that. Who's that lady there? 
and that's and technically all the women are descendants, right? So, you know, I'm yeah. Like, shit, okay, I was like, oh shit. Speaking I'm gonna take your word for it. Just fucking write this. Yeah, mind blown right now. Jeez, yeah. I didn't think I was gonna have my mind blown this with podcast. Hold but. on, wasn't this guy half asleep the whole fucking pod? Look at him now. <laughs> Um, so that mid credit scene, we do see, you know, the Warrens answering the phone call from one of the fathers. And it, it seems like this is after The Conjuring 3 from the look of it. I don't know if yeah. you guys noticed that or not, but it seems like either they're going to implement the nun, either like the next nun movie will be in, in their quote unquote present day, which I still think is like what the 70s or 80s, something like that. Or like Conjuring 4. So it's going to be one of those two. It sounds like it's going to like maybe bring it all together kind of thing. I don't think they're going to go back to Sister Irene from the look of it. So I don't know if you guys had different thoughts on that or not. Yeah, I think that they're going to go as with a Conjuring 4. Because that's the stronger series anyways is the main line. So I can see yeah. them doing They've that. They've already announced the title of the next one. So I'm like. Yeah. I feel it would be cool though to see Irene kind of have a, con- a conclusion though. Because I feel like. It, it, she she could have just one as much as I don't really like these movies it, for her character to just have like a final finale if like at least for this for this part in the history of the franchise I don't know it just feels like, like it wasn't did, I feel like they already had that like I mean Irene already like combated this demon twice right and yeah, she used two sure. holy relics that basically no one else has ever used before and so I feel like she's already kind of gone through enough to kind of say, hey, you know, she's Van Helsing, as someone else mentioned earlier in the pod. So I don't know. Man, I, don't I think guess I want to see her run off Maurice, okay? <laughs> I think Maurice stays with Kate from the look of it. it kind of hints probably. that like, he probably settles down. I, I, it, it almost hints that he's like not all there in the head, too. At the end, I don't know if you guys got that vibe where he's like. Yeah. really slow and he's just like looking at the tomatoes and he, he's like limping and well, they have to guide him I think it's like almost a shame that he had the demon and he didn't realize it and he brought that mm-hmm. upon the I people so at the school right yeah, yeah. So. he's just coming to terms with, with all that shit but here's the thing though if you guys remember from the nun one the Warrens do find Maurice eventually and he's talking different languages so he's still possessed somehow so, so maybe they will have to do a nun three and, and this might also show how she ends like up holding Maurice maybe right yeah Exactly, because he's got to still be involved in the uh, in the Conjuring mainline story. Yeah, I could see that. It could be one of those things where maybe it's set up and it's like older Maurice, and he's like, "I knew your mom" or something, or grandma. I don't know. If, I, I'm pretty sure that's just her mom. So I think know. it's her mom, ma'am. All right. So uh, anything else, guys? Spoiler section. You guys want to talk about Marco Bill, Mikey? Mm-hmm. I think we've beaten this dead horse quite a bit. It's, <laughs> I'm, it's I'm good. I can't literally. think of anything else. It's notable. All right. So that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Mikey, tell them how they can reach us. Uh, listen and follow us on your favorite podcast service. Trust us. We're on all of them. Uh, for a quick link to our socials, visit linktree slash moviepalspod. Uh, that is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moviepalspod. Thank you. And make sure to smash that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Make sure to also stay tuned for our next episode, episode number 158, where we will be reviewing Mikey's terrifying pick, Wizard of Oz, and a surprise headline review that you'll have to wait to hear about on our next pod. So until next time, this is James, Marco, Nabil, and Mikey. Have a great one.